Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is to go around this town tonight Welcome to another Crumb Lives for the Sports Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL We are live on a Tuesday morning uh, here in the studio, uh, Rich and Kim probably be calling in. I know Rich had a busy weekend with his uh, Steel Hawks. Uh, those guys played a pretty good game, but they came up on the short end of the stick, uh, unfortunately. But he was he was positive about everything as far as how they lost the game. Uh, but they did lose their first game. It was a learning curve. These guys are, you know, they watch film. He said they watch film, and it was impressive. Uh, Ken to call in. You know, since I talked to you last, I was. Uh, Invited to be on the Cougars of Scottsdale. No way in the world will I do that. Uh, Cougars of Scottsdale. It's Cougars of Scottsdale. I'm done with you. You ain't no Cougar, bro. I ain't a Cougar, but the Cougars. In, there's a bunch of Cougars in Scottsdale. There's a bunch of roaming around there. Well, let me say welcome to the show, Coach B. What's up, baby? I opened up talking about the Steel Hawks that uh, they had a learning curve last week, but it was going. It's all good. It was a good. It was a positive situation. Yeah. You know, um, we- Play had a we had to go play uh, Reading last weekend. Um, situation, you know, we didn't play you know our full full quarter brand of football, but you know we watched film last night, took his learning lesson, and I feel bad for Richmond this week. <laughs> Y'all gonna take it out on Richmond? Unfortunately, yeah, somebody got to get it. <laughs> Why not give it to them? How was the guys today? I know you probably get, they probably had the day off, right? Or was it yesterday? Oh uh, yeah, they got the day off. Got four of them in my office right now, looking at my face. Okay, uh, so. um, coming get to pick up some film. So you know they they students of the game, so they ready to rock and roll, get back at it. And so those four guys must be ballers. They they watching film. That's how it's supposed to get down. That's how it, that becomes contagious. You got four guys in your room now. Eventually, you gonna have the whole team picking up film, and um and those four guys take one guy with them. That's how you start winning football games. Even uh, even after a loss, man, you can learn a, a great deal. Um, so it becomes tougher and tougher for your team to be defeated. Exactly, and that's what you know. We've you know again, like we said last week on the show, that you know we try to from day one, February twelfth, we've installed and and you know programmed them to understand the word team, and that's one thing we do have as a team. And you know they all felt the loss on Saturday, and you know they're all biting at a bit to get back at it this week. Yeah, for Richmond. I, I remember you told me um, one guy uh, thought he was the best receiver on the team. He got didn't even dress out. Them them type of guys. You don't, I mean you you need them, but they don't have to play right away. Once they understand that they're part of a bigger cause, uh, then they become that much better. But and maybe you are the best receiver on the team. But when you understand you your your personal your personal goals can't outweigh the team goals. 
And that, and that was a good thing that he didn't get to play, uh, you know, if he come to you like that. Well, you know, and that was a humbling experience for him because I did talk to him last night, and um, he told me that was a humbling experience. And so, that was, you know, that's a positive. I got one of them here trying to make fun of how I backpedal. I'm about to break his knee. <laughs> well, he, he can't backpedal. Well, he, he's probably right. Oh, I can backpedal, bro. <laughs> I do know what, and, and, and like I told them, we looked at film last night, Kwame, and, um, the thing about it is I've been emphasizing from day one technique. I said no matter what happens in the course of the game, technique will always get us through. Yeah, especially when you when you exhaust it and, yeah. and you do get exhausted. I don't care how great a shape you are. Uh, well, you get exhausted. You get exhausted, but yep. that also comes to play where if you're in good shape, uh, you do recover a lot quicker, but at the end of the day, your techniques uh, is what you can fall back on to keep you in a position to make plays. Yep, and um, – we were um, talking about that last night when we were looking at the film. Oh, that's good, man. Well, well, so, too bad for Richmond. Richmond gonna get it this weekend. I'm, I'm definitely about to get it real bad. I was thinking about coming to. Uh, I know you play Richmond uh, after tomorrow. After the, this week, you play them t- two more times or three more times. I was thinking yeah, about May going. Fourteenth and, and back in Richmond, and then we play them again here on March nineteenth. Okay, I think I'm. Um, I think I'm going to come to a home game, not home Virginia, but home uh, where you guys play. Yeah, most definitely. I think the guys will appreciate you coming up and, and coaching them up a little bit, talking to them. And, um, you know, it's always nice to hear, you know, somebody who's been there where they're trying to go um, to come in and, and give them that love and talk to them. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like you got a, a, a good group of guys. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do a home game. That way I spend more time there. If I do a Richmond game, then I got to go down to Newport News. and Yeah, you got to go to <laughs> I got to go down there and, and and do some stuff. All right, man. Well, let's let's get back on to uh, my Cougars. You know, and they would ask me to be a Cougar. Uh, not a Cougar, but uh, be on the Cougars of Scottsdale, man. How funny was that, man? Oh, man. What are you going to do with that? You, I, you know what? I don't know. I'm not even like that type of person. That's a reality show. Everybody, every city or somewhat – if you will, a major city wants to have a reality show. And I think it all started with the Atlanta stuff, uh, Housewives, and, and then that was going to Miami, uh, NBA basketball. Some of these some of these things are fraudulent anyway because some of these girls are not husbands of the uh, NBA or, or not even no, they they divorced. Kind of stuff like that. Yeah. I, mean, I understand why you would do it because, you know, you're trying to get – you know, information and get this stuff out there in the community. Who? Not me. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it at all. I wouldn't well, even. You wouldn't do it, man. You not wanna... Cougars of Scottsdale. That's just. But why you? But why would they ask you to be a Cougar? You ain't no Cougar, dude. No, I'm you not do. a Cougar. Not. I'm not a Cougar. I'm the the Cougars out there. I'm just gonna be. You saw my body. You see how I look. You know. Of oh, course they won't. Please. Of course they won't be on the show. And plus, you know, just I've been out here since uh, been playing with the car, since playing ball and stuff like that. Um, that's probably why. Not not the BA Cougar. I ain't no Cougar. I'm still young Tenderoni. So no, nah, that that was uh, I thought it was funny, but I, I just don't even. You're a young Tenderoni. Somebody told you wrong on that too. <laughs> Wait till Where the last. When I need him, see he's at bomb. Where's he at anyway? Ken is uh, uh I think his he's office. in in the office with his boss. Uh, I think both both bosses uh, they having a menage or something like that. <laughs> With both bosses, but uh, <laughs> hey, let's talk about that mellow man, mellow and well, trade, well, that's, that, that, that is one of the things I want to talk about. We got a lot of things to talk about, like like Bibby, uh, probably going to the Heat. Uh, th- I think that's, I think he's, he's yeah, but he's surrendering six point two. Are the Wizards that bad of a place to play? That's your that's your team. It is my team. You know what I'm thinking? It is though with with Mike leaving the um doing that because he just wants to win a championship. He knows he only got another year or two in there. And the Heat, that's all they're really missing is a true point guard. 
so Chalmers can't get the ball to those guys. First of all, let me say this, and, and it, that was a great game uh, that these guys played last week, and they play Orlando today, and we're talking about the the uh, New York Knicks, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Mari Stoudemire. The best part of that team right now, at the moment, now is Chauncey Billups. That is the best part of that oh, team. New York, yeah. Yeah, for New York. That's the best part of that team. Now, it would uh, Carmelo Meth, uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony um, – Bringing that excitement to New York, that was good. That was that was great for what had happened because Amari had already set the tone with the, uh, getting these guys in a winning position and trying to bring New York to back to how it was, Madison Square Garden. But the excitement that it took to uh, what uh, Melo did for New York, that was great. Ticket sales went up. You can get a what was a eighty dollar ticket was now a two hundred and sixty dollar ticket. Um, and and that's good for um, well not good for the fans but if you want to get in there but that's good for what they're about to do and I think they're about to do big things they only got like twenty three more games together as opposed to when D Wade and um, and uh, LeBron James and um, Chris Bosh uh, when these guys they had a whole season they had right. a whole camp they had a whole camp to get together uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, what if they keep Chauncey Billups what the Nick, New York Knicks can do going into next year. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're put themselves, again, to be successful. I mean, you know, then, you know, with that 2012 free agent class coming out next year, um, they put themselves in position to get somebody else and bring somebody else in there. Yeah, and, and I don't I, it, would, it probably would be Chris Paul. Don't remember that name now. Remember oh, the I, name. I, I, last year I said Tony Parker. Tony Parker. Tony yeah, Parker. Yeah, and you know what? Tony Parker won't be a bad situation either. If he uh, right now he's out for about two weeks, two or three weeks, hurt in uh, San Antonio, but that still won't be a bad wouldn't be a bad situation. Tony Parker in New York. No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a bad situation. But that was the best. Uh, you, we talked about the big three a lot. We talked about that being in New York. Uh, not New York. We talked about it being in uh, uh, Boston. We talked about it being in Miami. Uh, but New York Knicks have a big three, and Chauncey Billups is the guy. Because you, if, you, if you can't call Chauncey Billups part of the big three in New York with Mari and uh, Melo and what they're doing and what he did in the final minutes of that Miami Heat game, uh, then you can't call Chris Bosh either because Chris Bosh sits around and wait for D-Wade and uh, bronze to sink uh, to shoot the ball, right? And and and, and they maybe going to uh, Miami will will probably be a great ad- a good addition because they really don't have any spot up shoot. You talking about two guys, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade? You talking about two similar guys? When it comes down to the final seconds, one of them has to shoot the ball. It has to be a jump a jumper. Uh, he tried going to the basket, which when you're playing against a lesser team, it works. Uh, right. but, but when you well, got when you got to spot up and shoot, they are not sp- good spot up shoot uh, shoot guy shooting guys. Then, you know, you got to look at something that when um, when Miami won that championship, you know they had Jay Will at the point guard. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And just somebody that's going to dish the ball. We all know Mike's been a ball disher since he was at U of A. Right. He was in Phoenix, living in Phoenix, growing up, and he's always been a ball disher. Mike Bibby can dish the ball to whoever. You know, D Wade. Chris Bosh and and LeBron James, they're good in transition. So as they're running down the court, Mike understands angles, understands his responsibility. He's going to get you 10 to 12 points, maybe 15 points a game. And he's going to be an outside threat. He can be a starting point guard. Now that's going to es- escalate LeBron, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh to the next level. So now Miami, if when they do get Brain Bibby in, then Miami has just solidified themselves. It, it, it could be... Mike Bibby and Ray John Rondo in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
You think against he, each other. And I think Ray John's going to take it, simplify because of who or how he is. I yeah. think he's a better point guard than Mike. But if, if, if um, oh, I, I think so too. At this point, at this point right now, we get today. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, and his and his game turned yesterday, day before that too. But two years ago, his game has turned up. We started talking about a big three, and who was it? Was it uh, KG, Pierce, and uh, Ray Allen? But but you forgot about Rondo. So I think Rondo is the big three in those two with Pierce and Garnett. Right, but yeah, like when Mike was when Bibby was in the Kings, when they had Chris Webber and they had Stasia. Chris Webber uh, scared to take the final shot when they had those when they had those good teams in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. When Mike was there, you know, Mike understands what it takes. I just think it's going to be a, a good situation. It, it's going to be a do. good situation because, uh, and I agree with you say as far as they got a guy who can distribute the ball now. LeBron or I, I was hoping that would be uh, Chalmers, but Chalmers haven't really solidified. I'm going to be a a, well, a, a, a star yeah, player. He haven't solidified that I'm gonna be a star player, and Bibby coming there and not just know his role, but exceed at it as far as getting those guys the ball. Because you do have to account for him. Bibby makes plays, he dishes the ball. Right. He, as as of right now, the, the uh, top assist guys in the league uh, right now is Rondo's number one, Steve Nash is number two, and then you got Darren Williams, who's now in New Jersey. You got those assist guys, that, uh, but Bibby is right up in there, and I thought he would may do well. Uh, well, that team may go a little further than they did when he was in Atlanta. Unfortunately, they probably was a piece away, or maybe the conference was just too uh, too strong where they couldn't get over that hump. Now we I mean, talk- they made the playoffs, though. They, yeah, ago, they made so. the playoffs. And when, and I- and when they were the, the laughing stock in the NBA at one point in time, and they get to the playoffs two years in a row, it's not a bad situation. No, no, not at all. That's why I said uh, uh, that he'd come in here and he'd do well. That's why I thought they'd do well um, in Atlanta when they did make the playoffs. Uh, but but I think he'll be a good fit as far as distributing the ball to Dwayne Wade. Uh, now they have a complete team where you can put people in position and get them the ball. You have to account for all of them, and you can't cover one-on-one Dwayne Wade or LeBron James. So Bibby will come in there and find a way to get those guys the ball. Now, Bosch, that's a whole other thing. If he if he's, if he's content with getting those trash points and getting maybe 15 of those trash points and, and 10 rebounds, they'll win games. They'll win a lot of those games that they – like they lost to the the New York Knicks last last week. Got you. We gonna do. I, I think that you know with. Go ahead. Maybe comes in there and puts them in the next level. Now you know is is he you know will they beat the the Knicks at a, at a seven game series? They could, but has LeBron ever been you know LeBron's probably one of the worst MVP clutch shooters that we've ever had. He has. Uh, I mean, but, he had that one shot he made two years ago it was garbage. Come on, that one. shot. Let's let's do this. Let's 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 get back on that because that's a good that's something good to talk about. Um, uh, the final shots that he took in Cleveland. Uh, we will take a break and we will come back. This is the Kwame Lodge of the Sports. Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. We will be back. Who's MIA? He 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 texted me talking about he uh he's in a conference call. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports To the Kwame Lassen Sports, sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. I just got off the phone with Rich's boys uh, and some of his teammates. Uh, we added one more to the mix. We got Pimp and Ken. I mean, Ken from the ATL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <Pimp> <laughs> we got Talking Ken bad, from the ATL. I could just hear Coach's voice. Oh, he was on you, boy. Ooh, we <laughs> we was on you. He's a, he, but he needed your back, though, on, some, on one of those issues. I don't even know which one yeah, it was. Talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Ken, listen to this, dog. Somebody on the radio with us, I ain't going to say no names. There's only three of us on there. Oh, 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 <laughs> the, the Cougars of Scottsdale want them to be on his. Want him to be on that show. And yeah. I'm talking about because of his body. I'm trying to end my looks. Don't forget about that. I was trying to get you guys up there. I mean, I mean, because uh, I mean, y'all look like y'all hanging hey, around I a got, bunch I of Cougars. Like this, I got a business meeting every weekend until July 17th, <clears throat> and that's when our business will be concluded with a championship. July 17th. Yes. So I got a business. If they're going to wait film until after July, no, they well, I'll be out there. But right now we got business meetings. Right, Gallup? right fellas? They f- got business. They, 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 they filming now. Saturdays from this point on. Don't be, don't, don't be hating because uh, they asked me to be on the Cougars of Scottsdale. There ain't really no badge of honor, really. I'm just saying it was an offer, and they started filming last week. But I just, you know, that ain't really up my steve, so I can't really, I can't really do that. I mean, no, you I'm talking about something. I want you to be on a Cougar of Scottsdale. I'm tripping on you being a Cougar of Scottsdale. What'd you say, King? I'm a Scottsdale. I'm a Scottsdale. But Cougar? Nah. They trying to get the ratings up, man. You got to have the ratings right. The ratings. You have to get the ratings right. How you going to stay on air? Y'all retarded. Ken, what's up, man? We um, we miss you for the first segment. Oh yeah, you know, got a little business to handle out here before I can you know, be able to come on to the show here. We we were talking about the big three, and and the big three we were talking about is in New York. Well, they got a big two right now. They no, they don't. Got they got a big three. To, to come to New York, which looks like it might be a no brainer for him. Uh, he refuses to sign that extension. Who so. who did? Oh, Paul. Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Chris you know Paul what? Will be the third piece. 
he wants to go to New York. He said that if uh, Carmelo goes to New York, he will be there. I'll, I look for uh, the Charlotte Hornets to make a move like they just did with uh, uh, Denver. They're going to move him for something. They're not going to just let him go for nothing. So. Right. Well, without question, because he's been the mainstay since he's been yeah. in uh, Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this. Chauncey Billups is what makes that thing go. Amari was doing the work when he was alone, but he was he could be isolated uh, at the end of the day. Amari was holding his own. He he brought the excitement back to New York. Then when uh, uh, Carmelo uh, Anthony got there, that was the, the ticket sales just went up. Ticket sales. Now they got another superstar to go along with Amari. But to, to but to put it all together, Co- Coach, what you doing, man? You all right? Oh, 10, oh, 11, 11, 11. You are, you we on the air, man. You know we on the air, boy. <laughs> Yo, they're doing that old school man. I've got to uh, carry the one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he talking. To... I'm on the air. Look, um, but when when uh, Chauncey Billups come there, man, think about this guy's body of work. Think about his layout where he's been. Uh, he's always put the pieces together. With the superstar, he's never had a real superstar around him. But how much more do you got in Chauncey Billups? He's 34 years old. It, man, if the guy can play, the guy can play. You, I, we can talk the numbers. I don't like to really put a, uh, a number on a guy, an age on a guy, and then say he can't play no more after this point. If he's still out there producing in the final minutes, okay. If I if I got a guy, if I got a Chauncey Billups, the Chauncey Billups on my team, uh, and I know I'm only giving him shoot. My boy's about to get the spark on. F- I know that. Fifteen minutes. If I'm about to give him them fifteen minutes, I'm looking for a real good fifteen Chauncey Billups minutes. And that's what I'm paying him for. But he puts it together. If I got to bring him off the bench to do what he's doing now and do what he did uh, last week against the uh, uh, the Heat, yeah, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta go with that. I'm not going to say he's 34. He only got three more years in him. He probably only got three more years on legitimate, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. But I think he's a huge part of what they're doing in New York right now. And the only reason, the only reason or way I would see him – uh, the New York Knicks having a big three, if they do what you said and Chris Paul come there, that's a good swap out because you still got a young Chris Paul mm-hmm. that can move the ball and distribute the ball and score. Yeah, but you got to remember something. These days, just like the NFL, the NFL has moved to what? A two-back system now. you got to have a two-back superstar system now to, 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 to contend in the NFL these days. Now the NBA is heading that direction now. It used to be before, all you needed was two superstars. Now you need three. That's why everybody's trying to have a big three now. Mm-hmm. So you got the you got the Lakers, got Gasol, Kobe, Odom. Uh, well, if you want to consider Odom a big three, but still, he's a mismatch problem. I, I, don't, see, Miami, I don't see him as a big three when he's missing free throws at the line. And, and uh, LeBron. Now in New York, you got Melo, Stoudemire. Now all you need is a Chris Paul to come in there and to c- contend with against the Boston's big three. And voila, you got it. I mean, that's their big three. I, I still think right now, I, I think right now, they've put in place in New York uh, to make some serious moves. They got 23 games left, I think it is, and they play tonight in Orlando. But I think they put together to make some serious moves on the East. Uh, with those guys, and that's including Chauncey Biller. I think they do have a big three, but they don't have a solid big three because these guys only have about six practices together. Whereas in Atlanta, I mean, I'm sorry, in the Miami, these guys went through camp together. These guys played up to this point as a season together. They should be a whole lot better. They should be able to win those close games uh, that they had in uh, at home uh, get, that they had against the New York Knicks. And the Knicks going in and do what they did with the – you know, playing like that. Now, granted, they did lose to Cleveland the week, the uh, game before, but you can easily uh, 
say they was looking towards that Miami Heat game. Now, as a, as a professional ball player, you take one game at a time. You shouldn't have lost that game to a, a lesser team. Uh, but it happened. Then you go in there and you refocus and you beat a, a pretty good team in the Miami Heat. Yeah, I just think, you know, last year, you know, we were talking last year and last year, a couple last year, so we were talking about MVP and Dwayne Wade was, I thought Dwayne Wade was MVP last year. Um, I think that, you know, what he was able to do without having a great supporting cast was um, big time for him. I, I, and go ahead. Um, now he has that supporting cast, and with the addition of Mike Bibby, you know, I just look at the Miami Heat as, as you know, one one of the top three teams in the East. One of y'all got a lot of noise going on back there. It's me, probably. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working also. Um, but you work? Think, excuse me? Go ahead. Too much uh, dead time. Go. Well, I thought Ken said something smart. I was how to get on him. <laughs> Ken always um, says something I just smart. think that with, with the, hopefully with the addition of Mike Bibby, that puts, you know, Miami in, in the top three with, you know, with Boston and with um, the uh, Orlando Magic. Orlando's not Orlando's not there. You you, you mean Chicago? Because Orlando's you not there. You know what? I'm not I'm not really sold on Chicago yet. I want to see them come back. You know, Derrick Rose is Derrick Rose, probably one of the best point guards in the night in the NBA. But I'm looking at he um, is one of them. I'm looking at the such a fact the such a fact of you know Joachim Noah just coming back. Um, we want to see how that. I think Orlando, if they can, you know, just keep doing what they're doing. They have they've played some good basketball recently. Um. Superman is not going to even be in Orlando next year. I can't. No, no. I can't. He's probably going to be in. I can't Cleveland. even see that. He's going to L.A. Baby. He's going to L.A. And, and let me With go the back. <laughs> no, he ain't going to no Clippers. But Clippers won't be a bad place to go. He wouldn't would be a. He'd still be in L.A. But look, yeah, he don't want to go there because Clippers will always be the Clippers. Yeah. Nah, Drake. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Blake they. Um, Blake is doing his thing, man. They would never have a big three there because the owner is too cheap. That's why they let Baron Davis go. They so, let Baron Davis they go. They shouldn't have let Baron Davis go. Like Baron Davis. Yeah, because Baron Davis is going to do his own thing. And, and he, now they haven't been able to win yet since then. You know what? It's, it's also, even though it's in L.A., you could call Clippers a small market team because they, they are in L.A. But you can call them a small market team, and a lot of guys are not doing that. They're going to uh, New York. Uh, they're going down to Miami. Uh, if you're going to L.A., you're going to the Lakers. And I think that's where uh, uh, Dwight Howard will be next year in the Lakers. The Lakers don't have a big three now. they got uh, Paul Gasol and uh, Kobe Bryant. They don't have a big three. they got guys on the bench that's hurt, but they on the bench hurt. Um, I won't count Odom as it because if a big three guy, if you in that class or that – you you got to make one of those free throws to put the game out of reach against Oklahoma. Now, if if, if Dwight Howard, if they can afford him in um in Oklahoma, it's it's a wrap over there. Oh like, yeah, um, if you can, uh, it's a it's a wrap ain't the word. Yeah, they can afford him. That's a small. That's probably the smallest market in the um the NBA in Oklahoma City. But as we all know, Oklahoma City brings. Oklahoma City is a small market. That's a small market too. But when you get get you get a, and the NBA needs to get to that anyway. They're gonna try to make these small markets more viable. But if you can get uh, a small market like Oklahoma, and you got you already got uh, some stars over there. Uh, Kevin Durant. Matter of fact, Kevin Durant is uh, I think he's in points. No, no, no. In points, I think he's uh number one in scoring. He's twenty eight point five in points, and right behind him is LeBron with twenty six point two. Then Stoudemire. Who now has some help? Uh, so start him out twenty five point nine points a game, and add that with uh, Melo, 
get get some good get another guy. Uh, Chauncey's not gonna hit you them big numbers, but he'll hit big shots. Get another guy like Chris Paul, like uh, Ken says. Then now you're looking at a totally different New York Knicks team. But Kevin Durant needs uh, one more guy. He needs yeah, he a big guy. Because Westbrook is just, out, Westbrook alone not going to do it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't rule out the Kings also. Okay, The Maloof brothers are probably one of the smartest uh, ownership franchise team owners there is in, in basketball. I wouldn't count these guys out. I don't know if you guys know, but there is talk. I mean, there is movement also. The Kings might be going down to Orange County and be that third team in L.A. You think uh, so? Yeah. They've, just, they've already been in talks with it. Or, uh, Anaheim, the Anaheim Kings, of course, is what they'll be called, Orange uh-huh. County. I mean, they already got the Angels already down there. Um, I mean, how would that look? The Angels playing right next to the to the Anaheim Kings. And then the, the Maloof brothers got all kind of money to spend. I mean, who's on that team right now that they're really playing big? They got a star there and Tyreek Evans there already. Uh, you got, uh, uh, who's that? They got the kid out of Kentucky, uh, Cousins. Uh, I mean, this is a team right here that with one or two veterans moves uh, to come there that, that can instantly take them to the top of the rack. What is all that? Please tell me what is all that noise. That's Rich, clown. Rich, what you doing, man? I don't know what that is, man. Um... Oh, he muted coach. Uh, that mother. Hey, he the music coach. That's right. Yeah, he muted yeah. coach. Keep that motherfucker <laughs> out there. Yeah, he messed up. He, 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 club. he can't do. He can't uh, do uh, two things at once. <laughs> that guy is incredible. <laughs> oh my goodness, he got a music plan. Okay, I understand you working. You calling it? Can you working? <laughs> you calling in? But you got another office to go to. Exactly. He now he. Has an hour. Ain't like they balling over there. He has an hour. Oh, it ain't. The show's not even an hour. Show's probably forty-seven minutes, really, to be honest. Uh, he can he can keep that noise to a minimum. <laughs> this guy got phones ringing and all that stuff. Yeah. Now we got, we now we are live, so anything can happen when you're live, and that's that's the beauty of it. Uh. But goodness but, gracious, man. Yeah, but Anaheim, man. I mean, what you think about the Kings, Anaheim Kings, L.A. Lakers, L.A. Clippers? I, I'm liking that. I'm, I'm, did you bought that up? I'm the liking Maloof it. Brothers. I mean, these. You know, they're not. They're, they're not no losing franchise. It's the Maloof Brothers go make moves and spend that money to bring some quality into that team if they move down to the Clippers. If that they happens, man, that that market is already huge enough. But yeah, they move Sacramento. They bring Sacramento down. Mm-hmm. Ooh we, ooh we. It's gonna be some. Uh, it's gonna be some trouble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that'll be a great move, and that and I can see uh, Dwight Howard doing making that move uh, west. Uh, but you know what? He there's some places on the east he can go. He can go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta would be a good fit him, fit for him because he do got Joe Johnson and those guys but over this there. Is the worst sporting uh, sports city in America in history of sports, Atlanta. Atlanta. Well, you say that because you're down there, but you will know. Well, let's talk more about that when we come back. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Quam lots of sports sometime, Rich. That Rich making all that get him noise. Got a uh, club going. Ken from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Back to the show. This is Kwame Lassen Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from ATL. We're going to get Rich a Mike Tomlin blanket. Uh, he loves that guy to death. <laughs> Hey, you know I, what, though? I, I, know coach, what you, I know what you're saying, man. You know, man. I know what you're saying, man. Yeah. It's just like some people just, you know, they say the right things and just, man, it's just amazing how that man can can inspire inspire just by the few words that he says and the, um, the emphaticness, I guess, the words I'm looking for, it's hard to come by right now, but it's just... I get when I listen when I listen to what he says. I get I get ready to play. Well, you know what? A lot of guys say the right things. Uh, fortunate enough for Mike Tomlin, he does the right things, and his guys respond to it. So I hear what you're saying, but you can be careful with. Uh, and he's not one of those guys you have to watch out for because he does say the right things and he stand by his word. And not only does he stand by, it, he holds those guys accountable to it. Uh, but you can see it on TV. A lot of guys say the right things in front of the media. They, they don't even do. They don't really don't believe. It just sounds good to say. And then their team go out there and play a certain way. That doesn't well, happen, that doesn't happen with Mike Tomlin. And Mike just t- keeps it real with you. Right, right. It is what it is with him, and it's going to be that way. Well, Mike Thompson need to tell Heinz Ward to not do that dancing with the stars, man. Versus Mike he Tomlin, not Mike Thompson. Get the name right. Mike Tomlin. Mike you Tomlin. From Newport you News, bum. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, screech and scratch and scrimps, all that stuff. Ken, he's at, right. the, he's at the end of his career. You you have to start marketing yourself in, in another way. But uh, you know what? He, what? What happened with all these players that started going on <laughs> Dancing with the Stars? What happened during the season right after that? Jason Taylor, Ocho Cinco, what happened? They was at the Bad end of their career. Years, all of them. I think they were at the end of, end of their careers. Dude, Mike, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> the only reason Hans Ward didn't retire last month was because they lost the Super Bowl. I think he would I think he would have been done. I think he would have retired. He retired on top. What's the mm-hmm. best way to go out? Jerome did it. Why couldn't they do it? 
He's going to come back, have a bad year. He might even have to let, just let him go during the year. <laughs> Man, you Plexico, crazy. Plexico's, plexiglass is coming out. I guarantee you he might end up, end up back in. He's the not. The Heinz family is not going to have. The Rooney family is not going to have that. They, he's not coming back. They don't no, have. They don't do that. Uh, they wouldn't have got rid of uh, San Antonio Holmes. Already, uh, already a voucher for him to come back. <laughs> who, who has? Heinz Ward. Yeah, because I, I would do that for you. Yeah. But, but it's well, not my what, owner. It's but not again, my team. Plex a homeboy. Mike, homeboy, you know, grew up together. Never know. Yeah, well, well, yeah, because he's from the. Uh, I mean, Heinz Ward. He, 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 he. You don't even know if this man go come back or not. And if he does, it's, it might be a limited role. You need another big time, big receiver there. I think Heinz Ward. I think this. What is this? The last year in his contract. Yep. I think he comes back and play this, and he goes out, and then he goes to the Hall of Fame as a second ballot Hall of Famer. So you think second ballot? Definitely. He, he's not he gonna be a first ball MVP. I think first ballot. He's not gonna be a first ballot because there's a lot of receivers out there. And here's what here's what y'all might not a know. Lot of receivers without Super Bowl ring. But here's what y'all might not MVP. know. A lot of receivers are out there. Uh, that's why you don't have a Chris Carter in there right now. That's why you don't have a uh, Andre uh, Reed a, in there. A Andre Reed, a, t- uh, a a Tim Brown in there because they're taking away from the uh, each other's votes. So the numbers don't compile up to get them in there. First of all, I don't like all these. Uh, uh, who who gets the right to vote for these guys? Are uh, these sports writers, the media people who have never played football? Who who never played football? Who cannot no do? That. You cannot do what these kid these guys have done in their chosen uh, sports profession, and then you get the vote on whether they get to the Hall of Fame or not. You were not with this guy when he was five years old, and what his mindset and dedication was to even maybe play high school football. I, so I, I, players, I, I just don't like it. I think, I the, think the players, the, everybody who has a National Football League player card should be the ones who vote who gets in the Hall of Fame. A med- person in media, number one, they're biased. Number two, they're all hypocrites. And number three, they're morons. Well, you hit all three on the head. You probably, I, you're probably probably right totally on those. I can't, I can't argue with you. That's the first time I'm not going to argue with you. Because and I believe that writers are anybody... I can't even argue with that guy. I don't, yeah, even, I don't like that. The League player card should be the ones who are able to vote on who goes in the Hall of Fame, any Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the players and then uh, maybe some of the Hall of Fame coaches that's in, uh, in there. Anybody in the Hall of Fame should be able to vote for the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, they, they, they do. They if definitely do that. In the National Football League, coached in the National Football League, did anything in the National Football League, you have the right to vote on who's in the Hall of Fame. Anybody outside that, they can go to hell. Especially, uh... <laughs> Especially, uh, I like how they do the Heisman, man. The guy, the Heisman, uh, a lot of the Heisman candidates have a, a vote. And, uh, who all goes. the Heisman candidates have yeah. one vote. Yeah, all of yeah. Charlie has two. I mean, um, Archie has two. Yeah, because he, uh, he has two Heisman, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I like how they do that. And that and that's the players. That's the guys who's, who's put that work in. But somebody had, to, somebody, but somebody, had to, somebody had to vote them in, too. So I just think they sh- it's a better way they can do it uh, because a lot of these writers – uh, so you know what? And here's the crazy part: some of these writers were kids when these guys were playing, so they didn't I, really. I still, to this day, February, well, March second. What? March first, two thousand eleven. I still don't understand who Todd McShay is. Oh my goodness! These guys are funny to me on uh, on uh, TV. Um, Bill Kuyper hate that he came into his show. He showed up there because he always opinion. It's like Rich trying to always argue with me all the time. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he hate that he's on his show and he got a different opinion than uh, Kuiper does. But who is Tom McShay? Nobody. They who was who was Mel Kuiper? 
Melkite's been over 30 years. Yeah, but you know what? From and what? He's always wrong. And, ta- and you know what? In 20 years, we're going to say the thing about Todd Mashay. He's been on for 30 years. But we can't sit there and say that, that, that Mel Kiber's always wrong because we don't, you don't know what Man, like somebody said yesterday. Well, he was wrong Kiber about Ryan Leaf. You look at his big, his big board, and the team don't take the player that he expects to go. What do he sit up there and say? I'm shocked that they didn't take this player. Mel Kiper is a joke. A complete well, joke, but he's but he's on TV. He has that uh, avenue to do what he's doing. He, Mel Kiper can write a little sports magazine to t- to list all those guys. Uh, and Rick and Rich, this is what I was telling you. Get you a website, man. You see these guys coming in and out. Uh, now college scouts and pro scouts got to go to your website and see who's what, who's doing this at the uh, combines. You can hold a private combine. Uh, it's the same thing these guys are doing on TV. They they opinionated. They they're making opinion on a guy, uh, and then expect everybody to, oh yeah, Mel Kiper said he's good, so he's good. Who did Mel Kiper play for? What position did he even play tennis? Oh, badminton, Robert. water polo. Oh no, he didn't get a haircut. I'm tired of looking at that bouffant. <laughs> <laughs> but he get it blown out every show, man. He got to look. He got to look uh, like he know what he's talking about. Um, but I don't. A lot of sports, you know, I, I like guys like Jim uh, Jim Trotter, man. I think Peter King does a decent enough job. Uh, but I like Trotter out there. Who he was in San Diego for a while, but then he went over to uh, I want to say uh, Sports Illustrated. I okay, like those I mean, guys, I mean, man. Who, who a, say, say it both ways in, in it. Right. I'm a PTI guy. I like Mike Wilbon and Tony Cornhouse. Yeah, I, like I mean they guys. just they make it fun for you, and they you know, and and they're really informative, and they give you their honest opinions about things that they see. Well, let me ask you guys uh, this. Uh, if you if you watch some of the compi- combines or, or, or talked about it, uh, give me your opinion on what they, um, the negative vibes that they're saying about uh, Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. But uh, th- here, and I'll and I just add a little bit, bit before you guys go. This guy's throwing to Division three receivers, Division two receivers. He's not throwing to his guy. I thought it was good that Cam Newton even went to the uh, combines and play. You... What you did in your career, one thing I wish he would do is shut up. He talked too much, for one, uh, and then he goes on so much to get himself in trouble that we had to come back and backtrack on some words. But on the football field, who's better? He, everywhere he's been, he's won. This guy haven't lost a game in about two or three years. About two or three years, and now they question, could he, he play three, on the next Three national championships. Could he play on the next level? Come on, man. He got he one. Has three national championships. I think two or three national championships. He has a. Uh, I think he got. Well, he was off the team when he got that one in Florida. Florida, Blinn, yeah. and at Auburn. And Blinn and Auburn, and he was undefeated. You you win. It's not that he is a. Uh, it's not that he's the Michael Jordan. It's just that the guys around him play a lot better. They play well, a lot you know, better. It's like this. You know, first of all, he went to the combine. He performed in the combine horribly. Yeah, horribly. He, uh, it, it, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think care he, if you're throwing high school receivers. <laughs> the ball was underthrown, overthrown in the stands. That's not the receiver's fault. And no, it's not the receiver's fault. But again, but the can, combine. He ran the numbers right. The combines for. Let me tell you the combine for. That's for people. For him. At, he went this to be going, but the combine ain't for him. The combine for guys at Norfolk State. Yes. The combines for guys at Allegheny. Over there, the fam, you or I mean, come on. When, he has, when, he, when Auburn has their pro day, he's throwing to his boys. He's going to be on the dime like he was all season long. It, cause, well, he's also in a comfortable situation. That's why I think he he held that camp uh, before the combines. 
because it was a comfortable situation for him. He had the who he had wanted around him. You you gotta be you gotta be comfortable. That's why we talk a lot on the show and in sports in general. Just don't lose games at home because when you're at home, you're comfortable, uh, and it's easier to be more successful than it is on the road because you got to fight more elements on the road like getting there, travel, fans, uh, different bed, hotel, and all that nonsense. Um, so when he gets to the Auburn, I think he do work. Now Ken, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. You throwing the ball, you throwing the ball, but I don't even think he had to throw. You don't even have to go out there and prove anything. You improved enough. Pick me or don't pick me. If if I got a pick anyway, I'm taking AJ Green. But you know what? It doesn't really matter though if you went thirteen and zero, won the national championship. But you know that national championship is a team sport. That's look your at, resume. Look Jake, you can look at Jake Locker. Could have came out two years ago, been the number one overall pick. That's what Coming I said. Coming into this season, they said, "Oh, he just fell out of the, fell out of the draft. His stock fell down." But no, he goes and has a superb uh, combine and shows how much. Uh, he runs a what a four five nine, mm-hmm. throws the ball accurately, strong arm, takes seven step drop, could nail it accuracy, and now he's back up. What could be a top ten quarterback pick? Could be the first pick off the board. Yeah, he's he's not without talent. Uh, he should have came out two years ago and been a first round. But if you're not ready, you're not ready. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who was in his ear. But let me ask you guys: Why are these quarterbacks doing a standing broad jump? That shows. Uh, I know it shows the power, how far you can get out of there. But you already running the forty for these guys. Why are you can doing a question? You, can you when answer in the game? Do you do a standard broad jump? Exactly. You don't, I don't need know. a standard broad jump. And you I don't want really do you don't need to really need a forty because you're not running forty yards. <laughs> I don't even want my quarterback uh, diving five yards out uh, to the end zone to get hurt because they trying to kill you when you I mean, trying to get this, in the end zone. I mean, and when you have workouts, you have your forty because you want to see a kid speed. You have your you know, but it all when it's all said and done, smoke clear, dust settles. It's how you react when you got the pads on. You ever seen a slave trade? That's what the combine is. That's you, it basically. You, and, it, and it's for, and it's really, uh, if you want to get down to who it's really for, it's for those those, those guys who are right on the bubble. Uh, can they come play and, and compete in the setting? Uh, but a lot of those uh, drills don't have anything. They don't have anything to do with football. How many of those guys can go in the combine and not have a very good combine, but go into camp and blow the socks off of you? There's some guys in the National Football League right now that um, – that you haven't heard about in college, you're like, where was this guy? What school did he go to? Exactly. Well, we're gonna take a break, man. Let's let's we come we, we come and finish it up there. We got about uh, about nine minutes. Is uh, it nine or two? <laughs> sometimes it's two. It feels like two. We want to do a minute with Ken. Ken ain't we got a minute with Ken? We got a minute. Okay. Yeah, we'll lots of sports sometimes, Rich. Ken from the ATL. We be back in two minutes. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well the beginning of every week is crunch time with keenan howry we'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general it's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Yeah. 
Welcome back to the Kwamalas for the Sports. Oh, Lord, here we go. Sometimes Rich Show with Kim from the a We got a minute with Kim, Man, but you know what? Stop that, dude. You know Stop what? that. Depending on whom you believe, Michael Vick either was disappointing no-show or he canceled last week for an event called What It Takes, the brainchild of Philadelphia Anthony Martin, who is trying to provide mental for kids' risks and dropping out of high school. Either way, it left some people very unhappy at the Franklin Institute. Mike Vick didn't show up for a camp. Go ahead. We got a minute with Ken. We got a minute with Ken. All right. Hey, um, this is March 1st, and everybody knows what happened in the month of March in NCAA basketball, March Madness. And this is the best March Madness I've seen so far. You know why? Because <laughs> there's no clear-cut favorite out there to win the NCAA this year. Kansas. North Carolina, Duke, uh, Texas, everybody's going down. Ohio State, they're barely getting through. But how about the small teams out there who's just showing that they can compete with anybody? i got to give it up to K-State who went out there and beat Kansas, beat Texas, and went in there and beat Missouri last week. How about that? And uh, the point guard there, Jacob Pullen, is probably one of the top point guards in the country. And now everybody's talking about can an unranked K-State win it, go in there and win the whole tournament. But, hey, i got to give it up to some of the rich boys out there in Virginia. Virginia Tech, goes, uh, dude comes to their house and they take them down. I think they're automatic shoe-in. So teams that weren't playing so good in the beginning of the season are now showing that these teams can go into the tournament and beat these powerhouses. I guarantee this year, college basketball, NCAA tournament will not go to some of these name brand teams that's normally in the, in, in the tournament. Duke, North Carolina, Michigan State, Ohio State, Texas, Kansas. I don't think you're even going to see none of them in the Final Four. What you guys take on that? I, I love a minute with Ken. It was excellent. You, you brought some great insight. But th- please don't discount Kansas. Out of the, uh, and, and I agree. Oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree because I watched it. He would stay out of trouble. Don't worry about the trouble. Trouble. You know what? We let me let me say this. We're dealing with some kids who's been uh, spoon fed all their lives. So when they get in trouble, it is news. Uh, I think when you consistently get in trouble, then you're an idiot. You're, you're a bonehead, and you're messing up your great opportunity you have to go to school and play a sport that most people can't play on a Division One level. Uh, but there's there's different schools and programs for everybody, so you still uh, you get to enjoy your college career. But we're dealing with kids, so they are going to get in trouble, and we're going to have a show about that because uh, all of us deal with kids on some type of level uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and their maturations. But I watched Kansas State play Texas. I watched Kansas State uh, play Missouri. I watched them beat K- Kansas University. Those guys can play. They finally found their niche, and they're finally that team that's, that's sparking at the right time. In the March Madness, when the excitement is here, all these guys do is show up and win three to four games, and they, they put the fear in people. But they, and they're 21 and 9, though. Yeah, they're twenty one and nine. They ranked at twenty one and nine. They have quality rank, quality wins. Yeah, and I, and I and I looked at Three that today, teams. and that's you're right. And I looked at that today, and I said, well, they beat Texas, they beat Kansas. They're not even ranked. They should be ranked because they've beaten teams that were number one at one point in time. So you you got to get them some type of props, even in they playing in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. So that's that's unfortunate. Depends on who your coach are, because if your coach was uh, uh the guy in um is Patino. Uh, Rick Patino, if that was one in Louisville, if that was your coach, you'd be ranked right now. Mm-hmm. It depends on who your coach is and where your program is going at the time. Jacob but, Pullen is the best point guard in the country, and this man is not getting no respect 
uh, because he's playing for Kansas State. They're not taking them serious. You better wake up and smell the coffee with K-State. They are for real. They are for real. You got a question here, Ken, and I'm, I, mean, I don't mean to be rude to you. I do mean to be rude to you. <laughs> I was about um, to say. Is who, you know, who cares what you think? Or the media, other people think. No, I'm, I mean, it's all these kids are still going to play the, play their game. They're going to do their thing. And that's and what I said. If you don't respect me, but he deserved like I, to get. I finish. Thank you. Like my guys, <laughs> you, you don't respect us. <laughs> we're going to get your respect by balling, doing what we're supposed to do. And that's what Pullen is doing. He's balling. He balled last night with a broken hand or wrist or whatever was bothering him. Well, you know what? He deserved to get some of that attention if it's due to him. Uh, they give it to everybody else. They give it to lesser players. And pulling over there balling, just because I'm in Kansas, uh, Kansas State, Manhattan, Kansas, don't don't discount what I'm doing. Give me my props like you're giving everybody else their props. And that may be uh, the the reason why he's balling, because he understands that. I mean, you you got to find something to motivate you somehow, some way. And that may be one of his motivating factors to uh, why these guys are now stepping up in the right direction. Because they've said it early in the year, if you guys remember, they're not playing in the NIT. They just, a couple of players say, we're not going to NIT if we don't make the NCAAs. Mm-hmm. And look at this. Kansas State has beaten, behind Pullen, has beaten Kansas. They beat Texas. They beat Missouri. They're 21-9 in the Big 12. But all, all the people we, we hear about is Frederick up in BYU. Who have you played? San Diego State. Uh, Salinger up in Ohio State. Who have you played? Uh, Plumlee over in Duke. Who have you played? You lost to Virginia Tech. You right. lost to Florida State. Who have you played? North Carolina. They're not really that good. And, and here's the crazy part about it. When a when a team like Kansas State beat number one teams like they've done with Texas, like they've done with Kansas uh, University of Kansas, now when Duke loses to a Virginia Tech, Duke really doesn't move out the rankings. They really don't move out that top five spot. So it, it's kind of uh, the politics playing a huge part in it uh, because Kansas State should be ra- uh, ranked right now. They playing in a tough basketball conference. They playing in um, uh, against some tough opponents, and they've beaten these teams. Uh, but when Duke loses to uh, the Hokies, Duke's still probably number four or number five in the country. We've always said from day one and going, well, reaching the last 10, 15 years, it's not what you know, it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody has their favorites, and everybody's going to vote for who they want to vote for. Um, the unfortunate part about it, the best part about it, that the NCAA tournament now went from 60 to 68 teams. So you have these extra spots, I think it is, to get some other guys in there, who, other teams in there who deserve to be in there. Um, I think that, you know, K-State will handle their own. If I'm not mistaken, they were in the big – and they was in the final eight a couple of years ago, Elite Eight a couple of years ago. Yeah, they were. They had uh, they had Jabor and Michael Beasley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're not far removed from, from those days. And simple fact that they had, you know, a couple of bad games this year and a couple and – a, and a three to four good games this year, you know, they're peaking at the right time. And as I'm peaking at the right time, it's going to put them in a position when they do get in the tournament in that third to – third to the eighth seed – in the tournament, whatever respective um, bracket they're going to be in, I think they'll be very successful. So, okay. I mean, it is what it is. You know, Pullen's going to handle his. He's going to make his. And a true, the true essence of a of an athlete, of a person who wants to make it happen, is one who make you pay attention to him. Well, Pullen is doing that, but I, I still think he need more public. Well, he, you know what he's getting because he's beating those teams. But yeah, you know what? But again, he's going to make you here. I, I keep an eye on on uh, university. Uh, Arizona too, uh, they they sit in a position where they can make they do have pretty good athletes over there, but uh, keep an eye on them. They but they only rank 18th in the country, 
And I say only. Went down to L.A. and just got swept on out of there by both USC and UCLA. Watch out for UCLA. Yeah, and UCLA is another team. They got all their players back, and they've been on a – they've won 15 out of the last 16 games, and they just tied for first place for the Pac-10 Conference uh, with Arizona. This is a dangerous team that nobody wants to play, especially with that Ben Holland defense. Watch out for UCLA. And they don't even got the two-star – uh, big boys that's going to be playing next year that came over from Duke, the big twin boys. Yeah, over. I know they left. They're not there. even playing. Well, other ones, other teams receiving votes is George Mason with 120, Temple, same same amount, UCLA uh, receiving votes because they are balling over there, uh, in, over here in the Pac-10 on my side of town. Kansas State seating 31 votes, West Virginia, Virginia Tech, Cincinnati, Alabama, UNLV, Butler, Missouri State, Belmont. Wherever that is, Long Island and ODU in Norfolk, Virginia. Who's ODU? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but ODU usually have a, a good female basketball team. Those guys, those uh, females. Oh man, they used to have a squad. Yeah, those women balls. Yeah, they used to get a, a. They got some Olympians uh, from that team right there. Yeah. Uh, but Ohio State sitting at number one in the men's division with uh, only two losses. They jumped from I think number four or five to number one. Yeah, that's just man. I don't. You know what? How you jump that? Out. I don't think. I mean, they almost lost to Michigan. They've almost lost to some. Some. You know, Wisconsin beat them handily. But that's see, that's teams in their division in their conference. I and if it was somebody else out uh, out east somewhere, I'd say okay, you can't lose this team. But you play these guys. So even your worst team in your conference playing the number the number twelve team in your conference playing the number one team, there's a chance you might lose that game because y'all know each other so well and they getting up for you. Yeah, but they know they they gotta play. You know they gotta have to play a Syracuse. They gotta have to play a Maryland. Yeah, they gotta have to play these other teams who will sneak in and into the tournament. And and we all know how some teams once they get in that tournament, they're a totally different team. True, it, it changed the whole atmosphere. Changed, but you know what, man? We Everything got, changes. We got about thirty seconds left in the show. Man, it was a, it was a great show. Always a good show. Um, I, I tell you, last week was good too, man. I like that. So I'm gonna get a uh, uh, three copies of those. Can't own one of your mouth. Uh, y'all got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all got a final word. What's up with the Steelhawks, real quick, man? Let's let's. Well, we let got know. you know we got Richmond this weekend. It's gonna be the, our first outside game because of the uh, the arena situation down there. So we gonna be playing outside at the Sportsplex Center um, out in Chesterfield. So all you local people who are out there in VA, come holler at your boy. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Get your popcorn ready. It's gonna be a stone cold blast out there. I'm tell you. Stone Cold Blast. Keo coming? He, he sound like nah. uh, Don Cornelius. He sound like Don Cornelius. It's going to be a Stone yeah, Cold know, Blast, gotta, baby. I got to get my boys love, man. And, and I've right. been saying that for a while, so I ain't going to stop saying it. Pimpin' Ken, what's up? Oh, what's going on? Well, shit, we going to be out here get ready for the March Madness to start so I can get out here and see who, who I uh, fill in the brackets and, of course, get the bracket. Oh, yeah, you know what? We need we to do got, our we bracket. Gotta get ours going. Yeah, we, we got to do our bracket. Get them uh, faxed in like last year. Yeah, definitely. Let's do our bracket. And then, we, you know what? We'll get the fans to fill out their bracket, too, and give away some uh, some uh, Energy Force brand. Don't forget to check energyforce.com. Keep the music going. We're going to get out of here. Um, KJ, my son, made the uh, Braves baseball team here at Trials last week. Right. KJ. I, I didn't know he was that good, but uh, it's quite a lot of sports. Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. Thanks for listening. We'll be back Check next out week. Facebook. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.